Welcome to the Wealth with Purpose podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth with Purpose. And we've been looking at new financial year, perhaps a bit of a restructure with our finances. Alex, good to have you on board today. My pleasure, Ross. Always fun. Okay, we've been talking about maximizing our income stream, but we've got to protect it. That's the other side of, of things. So, uh, you know, having having our cash under a mattress, uh, you know, un, under the bed is probably not the best way of uh, way of doing it. That's a very simplistic exa- example there. But, uh, you know, insurance to protect our family. It, it can be a bit of a, a tricky subject, a bit of a, an ethically questionable subject there as well. I know you've had uh, people come up to you and say, thank you for telling me about insurance, but you've also had people so, say, ethically, really, should I be doing that? Is, is Does God agree with that? So uh, I, I know we'll, we'll get to yeah. answering that question in a moment. What are the major risks associated with, uh, or do you want to tackle that question now? How can we uh, how can we tackle that one? It's a really interesting question from a biblical perspective, and I say to people, there's a fine line between faith and foolishness. Mm. That's how I mm. like to answer it, and that is that as a believer, I want to make sure that I'm looking after my family, protecting them if something goes wrong, because I know that I live in a fallen world, and I know that things happen to people. You know whether they have car accidents, whether they they die prematurely of cancer and all these sort of things. So there's all these things. So to me, insurance is ultimately a wisdom issue and saying, how do I look after my family and take care of their interests if something were to happen to me or to my spouse? Because at the end of the day, it is a fallen world. Mm. Uh, Now, some people will say, oh, well, it's not faithful because you're not trusting God to look after you. And I I do trust that God will get me through and, uh, you know, look after me if something went wrong. But equally, I think God wants me to use the the brain that he gave me Mm. to be wise and the, you know our conscience and all these sort of things to make wise, sensible decisions. And one is having insurance. You know, when people say to me, um, "Oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get life insurance because I think that would be unfaithful," I usually ask them, "Well, have you got car insurance?" Mm. And they usually say, "Yes." And I say, "Well, why isn't God going to look after your car?" And they said, "Oh, you know, someone may crash into it." And I say, "Yeah, of course, mm. something might happen to your health as well." So yeah. we've got to be consistent. But as I say, there's a fine line between this whole faith and and foolishness. And I think being underinsured, as many Australians are, is uh, is often an act of foolishness because and it's it's not uh, doing the right thing by our families because things do happen. Now, we discussed in the last break that things do happen. Accidents do happen. Someone may crash into your car, often with things with health and uh, or accidents and that. They're not in your control. Uh, so what are the major risks involved that will encourage us to go and get some insurance? Yeah. Well, look, one is premature death, and that's obviously why we encourage people to take out life insurance mm. you know most people in their you know in their 30s and 40s and 50s have mortgages uh, and they're raising families often and so of course what happens one of them passes away prematurely unfortunately mm. and of course well, how's the rent going to be paid how's the mortgage going to be paid yeah. that's what insurance is for it's to come in and step in and to meet that need it's not to make you rich it's just to make sure that there's no hardship for the family and of course being forced to move and all sorts of things so that's a really obvious one premature death but the other thing that's statistically very common is 
you know, been off work due to accident or illness. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think statistically one in three men, three men and one in four women get uh, cancer. I think for stroke, it's about one in four. A heart disease, I think 80% of the population have the symptoms for heart disease. It doesn't mean die of it, but it means we have either smoking, obesity, too much alcohol, all those kind of things that affect your, your heart. Those things are things that many of the population carry. Mm. And so these are risks that we've got to deal with and we've got to protect our family in the event that something happens to us and we're out of the workforce and can't work or we're out of it permanently. I was yeah. passed and, uh, you know, we don't want to leave our families in hardship, particularly as it's so easily avoidable. I mean, the good thing about insurance is whilst you can't deal with every single risk, you can deal with a huge number of risks. Let's dive into that and let's have a look at uh, some of the main types of cover that you can put in place to uh, mitigate those situations. There are four main types of what we call personal insurance. So just to distinguish here, there's two main insurance areas in Australia. We'll call it general insurance, which we won't talk about. That's things like insuring property, you know, and assets and businesses, that kind of thing. And then there's insuring people, which is the one we'll focus on. So there's four main types. There's what we call life cover. That's a really obvious one. You know, if someone passes away, a lump sum gets paid to the beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. The second one uh, is called total and permanent disablement or as we call in the industry, TPD. And that basically means a lump sum is paid in the event that you can't work again. Yeah. So the insurer says, right, this person's unable to ever work again and they pay an agreed lump sum. One that's probably probably the least heard of is called trauma cover. Some use a slightly, insurance company use different language. So they call it a critical illness or crisis cover. But essentially what it is, is a lump sum payment in the event of diagnosis. So for example, the three big ones are cancer, heart attack and stroke. And it's an enormously claimed on policy. It's 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 really brilliant because it helps people. I mean, I've, this year I've already had one claim of a, a client who had heart valve surgery. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they were able to get a lump sum payment from the insurance company. Very useful type of cover. Now we've just looked at uh, three types of insurance and we've got one more to talk about, which is uh, different, Alex. Those other three we just described are all what we call lump sums, you know, the company insurance company pays a big lump sum. With the other one, income protection, it's quite different. It pays you an income stream, so it pays you kind of like your salary until you're able to return to work. So you're unable to work for some reason, you know, you can't, you know, you're sick, you've had an accident. Uh, I had another situation last year with a young client that had a particular type of cancer and was off, off work all year and was in and out of hospital with chemo and things like that. And so he was successfully getting an income protection claim and that mm. was brilliant for him and his family. So income protection is a really important one because it will pay you generally 70% of your income. So if someone's earning 100 grand, the insurance company will pay you 70 grand whilst you're unable to work. Yeah. So really uh, useful types of policies to have. It certainly takes the uh, the pressure off. I mean, knowing that interim stage that uh, that you've got uh, you've got something coming in. Uh, yes, it's not the lifestyle that uh, that you were used to, but it's certainly better than uh, you're prematurely trying to get back to work and causing yourself more injury as as well. You know, oh, absolutely! And look, I, I had a situation when I was early in my financial advice career. I think it was probably almost twenty years ago. Now I was giving a seminar. And uh, I was talking about insurance and how it works. And this lady came up to me afterwards and she said to me, whatever you do, make sure you pump the insurance message as hard as you can. Mm. She said, my husband died of cancer and he left me with a large life insurance policy and it's made all the difference in my life. As a result, um, I don't have to go back to work. I don't have to sell the house. I don't have to do all these things that I would have had to do had the Mm. cover not been there. And she was just totally relieved 
that she had it. Uh, and you can, if you don't have these insurances, you could literally be throwing your loved ones into chaos. Not only will they have the the grief of loss, mm. but they'll also then all of a sudden have all these financial challenges. Maybe they get pulled out of the school they're in. Maybe you have to move homes. All these things that can be avoided just through having insurance. Yeah, very, very important message. Uh, Alex, if our listeners uh, need to uh, get started on that, how would you suggest they uh, they get moving? Yeah, so the key thing here is trying to work out how much cover you need. And this will entirely depend on your circumstance. So there's a couple of really obvious things. One is how much debt you have. Uh, another is how many children you have and how young they are. Obviously, the, the younger they are, the longer you need cover for. So there's a couple of those variables. Uh, but the thing I would really encourage, because even though insurance doesn't sound that complicated, the devil's in the detail. And mm. so I really encourage people to get proper advice. You know, there's thousands of advisors around Australia who can help you uh, get appropriate levels of insurance, uh, allow you to structure it tax effectively. Because one of the comments I didn't make, for example, is that income protection is tax deductible. So, you know, you want to talk to someone who can help you navigate these things, explain how it works, get you the right amount of cover, get you the right policy and make sure you get paid if something happens to you. Yeah, very, very important topic there, Alex. Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose, always a wealth of information. And we're having a look, being at, we're into the new financial year, or, you know, just under a month into this new financial year, but restructuring our finances. We've got an opportunity to have a look at that, but also protect our finances there as well with the important message about uh, insurance. Alex, thanks for your time today. My pleasure, Ross. Thanks for tuning into the Wealth with Purpose podcast. For more great biblical wisdom and free resources, please visit www.wealthwithpurpose.com.